What's up, everybody? It's moments with the Mobley's. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. I can't get up that high. Oh, y'all. I'm his wife, Deidre. Great evening. And we something like ordinary cup. With extraordinary purpose. Y'all, we mellow today. So, this wifey a little, she a little tired. A little tired. She had a, she had a big night last night. I ain't knew she had. We, we was recording, and we, we had... Show we had to do. She was on another podcast and she was asking questions. I didn't even know what was happening. She just all over the place. She a movie star. I ain't tell me nothing. I was just supporting. I ain't told me nothing. Somebody else. You talking about you ain't told me you had another engagement. Boy, I was just supporting somebody else. She done shut. I'm thinking we finna eat dinner together real quick. She done shut. Shh, I'm about to speak. You about to speak. What? I was just giving remarks. That's all. <laughs> What you mean you about to speak? He, you? Look, and he got in his feelings. I'm going upstairs. Like, I'm going upstairs. I'm okay, going upstairs. I'm, I'm going to the room. I'm I'm not doing this with you. I'm for me. I'm tired. I'm about to go eat. I'm going I was tired too. And by the time I got up there and got it in the bed, you had finished eating, and we talked, and then we went to sleep. Because mm. you wouldn't let me be great, but Mm-mm. it's all right. It was almost twelve o'clock there, and. You being great last night would have caused you to be something else right now on this camera. I think I would have been very colorful. You think so? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Your eyes beige now. Are they beige? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need to change my contact. Oh, your eyes around here beige now. Talk about you wouldn't let you be great last night. I'll go eat me some mandarin oranges and drink some water and go to bed. Mm-mm. What we doing today, Mo? How was your day? You got through the day? I did. It was very busy. Um, they got their money's worth out of me today. Mm. They did. They did. Cause I, I ain't gonna say what you be doing, cause we got some of your people watching. I be working. Cast. You do be working. I be working. Don't do it. <laughs> See how she doing? Don't do it. You know when somebody see she got she got it in all she gave she was deep defensive right there. I wasn't. You was. You got defensive because you looked me up and down like I was short. But Okay, we're gonna get started <laughs> with the show you say. Uh you just a tad bit taller than me, sir. What? Girl. How tall are you, baby? I'm a giant over you. And ain't. I'm a giant over you. I'm a giant over Minnie. Lies I'm a tell. giant over Allison, too. And all of my churn, except Bridget. Bridget got, she about the same height as me. Why are we singing? We about to get started, y'all, because he's sleeping. I don't know. Feel like singing. You love beatbox, but I feel like singing. We ain't beatboxing singing alone. I know, and we're not tonight. We are about to get into the show. Ooh, you nasty. All right. Come on. What we doing? Get out my tutelage out. Um, So we're talking about, we're answering, actually answering (laughs) some more of the mob stars questions tonight. Um, we're gonna get to it so we can have enough time to go get to a few. Okay. The last time one of the girls was like, Ma, so y'all only answered like two questions. And I was like, basically, I knew the the second one was gonna be longer. That's why we answered that first one and then we took more time with the second one because we didn't just wanna run through it. So hopefully the lady who asked the question about infidelity, hopefully something that we said helped. Yeah. Um, and so what do you want to go to first? You want to choose one out of that? I know we have two separate emails, but you want to choose one out of that. Um, and we could go ahead and get it popping. So we actually got a question from a guy. Okay. And this is very, very different because I don't get many questions from men. Okay. What so does it say? So it says, my wife and I don't have kids. We wanted them, but haven't conceived naturally. She doesn't want medical intervention, even though I'm down for it. It's her body. We are getting older, now passing the children bearing age. I don't want to be old and can't play with the kids, but I'm starting to resent her for this. Not for not conceiving, 
but for not doing more to try. I'm being tested. I've been tested and know that I'm healthy in the in that regard. How do I tell her I'm feeling without breaking? How do I tell her how I'm feeling without breaking her heart? Tell her. Go ahead. That's all you got? I'm, I was getting ready. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, because I, I read think the you were getting ready to start. No, I read the question. You go ahead. Give me your... I mean, I and I and I'm not. I'm really not saying this like to be insensitive or whatever, but how is either you tell her, and you like find a way, you know, like to say it, you tell her, or you keep you remain being resentful. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like if and I'm gonna say it again, and I believe it, even though I don't say it on here. Some sometimes, like I say it when we be talking. If you don't deal with stuff, it's going to come back and it's going to deal with you. Yeah. So all that, you know, resentment that he has now um, is just it's just going to stuff that's going to build on top of it that absolutely has nothing to do with it. And then it's just going to come out another way. And eventually I, I believe that it'll come out in a way where something else will hurt her that may have nothing to do you know what I'm saying? Without yeah. the fact that he thinks that she's not trying, you know, by, you know, going to get tested or, you know, get, I guess he went and like got his sperm count done and stuff like that. And, and maybe he wanted her to go get like her, you know, female, female parts checked out and stuff. But that's the answer. I'm for real. Like you got to tell her you, you in marriage, everything is not going to be easy to talk, to talk about. We had to learn it the hard way. Um, we never had to have a conversation about not being able to conceive. And so I don't know what that is. Yeah. I'm very like, um, you know, empathetic, sympathetic, empathetic, I think is the word to use, um, for couples that just can't conceive naturally because we never had that prop. We right. never had that issue. It was never thought about because it seemed like every time you looked at me, I was pregnant. Pretty much. And so, but here years later, when I see couples that aren't able to like ever, you know, conceive or couples who have went through even, you know, miscarriage after miscarriage after miscarriage, but for somebody to never be able to conceive, you know, but then on the, I guess on the flip side of it, like, Maybe think about what she is feeling too. And that's why I say you got to tell her. Yeah. Like you got to talk to her. Y'all got to have, even if it takes maybe going to a different environment other than being at your house, you know, take her away somewhere and just like really share your heart with her. Not that you you are saying this to hurt her, but if you don't, it's going to hurt her. Because the feeling's just going to stay right there. Yeah. And so that's one of those conversations that you might even need, you know, like a counselor somebody to help you have that conversation have a mediator right if you if you don't know how to have that conversation with your wife but obviously it's important to you i believe it's important to her but if she's knowing that she's the one because you did go and get tested and you're healthy in that you know regard then you probably shared that with her and so now she's probably you know thinking probably thinking Okay, well, it's something that's not, you know, functioning right with me. And so maybe she does need to go get checked. But if she doesn't, like I said, that's where that's where the wall comes up. Because now he's feeling like, probably feeling like, well, do you really want to have kids as bad as I do? Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you'll see most couples or some couples, they go and exhaust all measures. Yeah. You know, you go get checked, baby. I'm going to go get checked. You know, we gonna get checked together. We gonna do this, this, that, and the other, or what is it like IVF or something like that? Um, and my heart really just goes out to to this couple. Um, but you, you, sir, are gonna have to have the conversation with with your wife, like a complete heart to heart. Here, my heart, baby, is not to tear you apart, but this is how I'm feeling because just years of holding that stuff in, yeah. like I say, it's gonna manifest in, in another way. Yeah, so I, I agree. Sense. I agree. Um, so a lot of different things come to my mind. Um, so I didn't 
I didn't find out that Deidre was depressed in our relationship until around about the 14, 15, the 17 year mark. I didn't know. She was depressed and I didn't know. And because I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't know, but I just I didn't know. I know something was wrong. Um and we didn't talk. I didn't ask questions. Um we didn't communicate. So the 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 marriage could have went a whole different way if we never had the the tough conversations. And I said that to say, you know, there are things that go on that evolve that has happened in the past with, you know, your spouse. I don't know how many years y'all been married. I don't know how long y'all been trying to have babies. Um, so I I think I would need to know that. My mind just goes all over the place. So I it goes from, you know, if she if prayerfully nothing ever happened to her when she was small. Um she might know and don't want to tell you because she don't want to disappoint you because she want to be the one to have your babies. And she might know she can or might know there's a chance that she can't or whatever the case is. She don't want to. It's a lot of different things that go across my mind to do it. But Deidre hit it on the head. You got to have a conversation with her. Um, and it seems like y'all love each other because the one thing that you said that you don't want to break her heart. Right. So... Um, that tells me you don't really know how to de- deliver it, right. and I would say this is the this is probably the mark for you to transition into another level of your relationship, because you know, it, hopefully, having children naturally is not a deal breaker for you, um, and that you'll be sympathetic if it's something serious. Um, that well, y'all he possibly did, I don't can think say, he would have an issue trying another way. Adopt, yeah. yeah so whatever said, the case may yeah. be, but I think I think it's something it's something there. Yeah. I believe it's it's something there. Um, rather it be like I said, from and that's a, two different extremes. From it being something happened to her physically when she was younger, and she knew it might have had a chance for her not to have babies no more or couldn't have babies, period, or, you know, she knows something's going on in her body and she just hasn't shared it with you, regardless of what it is, like I said, Dieter hit it on the head, have a conversation. Because if you don't, your mind go wonder, don't be resentful. If If you know you're not married to a woman who is just nasty and keep secrets or anything like that, then yeah, I think it's just need to be a, a conversation had and then just have an open mind to where, you know, if she make it, make it a friendly environment, um, a comfortable environment to where she'll go to another level to actually tell you if it's something that she needs to tell you and you know, that she'll be confident that you'll receive it well and she won't disappoint you uh lose you or anything like that so that's my two cents i know it was probably a little deep and you're probably looking for you know step one go to the left type thing and i, I ain't had that. Don't, do that don't do that no it wasn't deep it was just what i think trying to give all the scenarios of what it could be you know knowing what we know just that piece of the story yeah uh, we gave what we thought you know, would help. Yeah. And so I hope that did. I do. Don't don't do that. All right. Question two. We might get through some questions tonight, y'all. All right. This particular one says, looking for suggestions to get my husband to entertain the idea of going to therapy. What has worked for you to get your husband to go to therapy? What's worked for you to get me to go to therapy, honey? Well, we actually haven't been. <laughs> um, <laughs> we have not been yet. Um, we first have to find somebody 
Uh, I think that we are, we really are going to find one. I, I, I truly believe that we have a great um, method, a great, a high level of communication between us. So it's not like we over here gouging each other's eyes out and, you know, it's an emergency 911 that we go find one. But to be honest, Johnny was the one who said it years ago and I was the one who dismissed it. And because I truly felt like therapy for what? Why do we need a therapist? I can just tell you how I feel. You can just tell me how you you feel. That wasn't the case, though, ma'am. Right, but I had already talked to you. This wasn't like when we first got married. No, it wasn't. Right, but when I was saying we needed, we needed, I said we need to uh-huh. go to counseling, and you said no, we don't. We could just talk. And right, I'm like you not, you don't talk. Oh no, no, sir. Oh, 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 no, sir. This was, this was when, when this, when you mentioned that, I we, I think we've switched roles. No, I don't think we switch roles. And see, you trying to go back to the tussle part. We not tussling. We good now. So leave the tussle part out of it. No, I mean, but the tussle part is a part of it because it's a part of but, why you would go to therapy. But I will say this. Johnny was the first one who brought it up. I dismissed it completely because I was like, I see no use for it. Um, But I'm not against it. I'm not because... I truly feel like uh, a third party can actually ask you those hard questions that sometimes you may not have thought about having yep. as a couple. Uh, they can maybe go to an area that maybe you just haven't had the conversation in, you know, about or different things about certain subjects or anything in a long time. You know, yeah. they could as a as an educated person. Uh, you know who I would hope are is good in their field. They would be able to, um, I think, go to some areas that, even though, like I said, I think we have a great level of communication between us, uh, just in general. But I'm not against it anymore. We just we just have to find one. Tell me why you why why were you against it? Because like I told you, I didn't want to do it. I didn't think it was necessary. I thought that I could talk to you and you could talk to me. And, um, but I do know that now I feel more comfortable coming to you and talking to you and sharing the difficult things. And I do want to hear what you have to say. Whereas in the past, I'll be like, okay, no, no, we don't need to go to therapist. We don't need to go to see to get therapist because then you're going to try to say stuff about me and then we're really going to be tussling. And so, but now I'm not the truth, against it. The truth comes out. That is the truth. The, the, that was a part of it, that's too. That's what I wanted you to say. So the, this question was, how does she get convinced her husband to go to therapy? Most people don't want to go to therapy because they feel like they're going to be embarrassed or their stuff is going or to tagged be, or be tagged like or something. Yeah. That's what most people, they don't want people in their business. Everybody don't need to know how I do or what I don't do and all this and it's not, therapy is not about that. I think I, quick pin, quick, not pin, but quick interjection. I low-key, for a long time, associated therapy with divorce. Really? That's my truth. That might be one, too. That's my truth. That might be one, too. And I know that's not just people, only my truth. No, so no. That's somebody else's truth. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a lot of people's truth. It's so many different reasons why people don't go to therapy. I always say, this is what I say. When you buy a car, you have to get an oil change done. You have to get a, a regular maintenance done on your vehicle. Not because something is wrong to prevent something from happening. And that's, that's what it's called, preventive maintenance. So that's what I believe therapy is. Therapy can be. Therapy can be preventive maintenance. What usually happens is most people don't get regular maintenance on a vehicle. And then when the engine light come on and then the other lights come on, then you take it. It done had a domino effect. And now you got about four or five different things wrong with major arteries. So this is what happens in the marriage because most people, most people connect with Therapy being the last thing before either you try to fix it 
or you going to get this divorce. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what we're going to therapy for, for us to decide whether we're going to get a divorce or not. And that's not what it is. Most people just don't go to therapy until it it's crucial. Yeah, until it's get crucial because yeah. they got all these stereo, these myths of why they don't go. Let me tell you something. I've always wanted to go because I am, I am a life coach therapist. So I know what what can happen in there me going excites me because i'm no i don't have to be the person that's asking the questions i can be actually johnny the husband and we can sit down and we can have a conversation and we have a mediator that can ask us the questions we can think about it and do now i do ask questions and me and Deidre do talk about it we do that a whole lot and a lot of our conversations most of our conversations are pretty deep so that's a good thing. But my whole thing with it is, yeah, I think it's great. I believe it's healthy. Um, but your husband probably don't want to go because he got myths in his head about why he want to go, you know, and, and it's a lot of different things. But one of them is because they they connected with divorce. Um, they don't want people in their business. Um, they believe that, you know, counseling therapy will bring out truths, um, not only about their life, but also about feelings that they feel about their spouse and they don't want their spouse to be hurt. It's a lot of, it's so much stuff I can tell you, especially when it comes to men in therapy. It's, it's real crazy. It's real crazy. It's, it's a lot of of myths that's out there but it's almost it's it's a healthy thing it's a it's really a healthy thing it's almost like like i said it's a mediator helping you to to talk through just talk through life talk through life how can we help you get him to go i have no idea maybe share some of the pros that we've given tonight yeah Again, I hope the person who asked this question is, 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 is watching or will watch this episode. Yeah. But maybe share some of the pros associated with therapy versus the cons. Like like I said, what my truth was tonight, I for a long time associated therapy with divorce. Or, you know, that it's, you know, you're on the last leg and it's about to be, if this don't work, then we out the door. But share the pros with him. Um, like the, some of the examples that we've given you and that you, you know, you may need help. You may need help as the woman in the area of communicating. And so yeah. you want somebody to help facilitate that or help to give you all the tools to do that better. A lot of ours was learned through trial and error. And so now I'm, I think I'm more or not more because Johnny, um, will provoke me by asking different questions, but I'll ask him, you know, different questions as well. And I'll, you know, I will, I find myself wanting to do that more lately. I do. And so I just do it. I'd be like, babe. And then the way I approach him, he calls me colorful at first. And I'd be like, no, no, I'm for real. I'm not, I'm, yeah, this is not a colorful moment. Um, it's not. I'm being honest. I want to know this, or I need to talk, or just you know, or whatever. Or but I, whatever. I was but like yeah. everything that we've said. But like I said, it, and another reason is because of traumas. Um, they don't want old secrets, um, stuff that's happened in the past in their childhood to be revealed because they got it locked away pretty tight and good, and they feel like they don't deal with it no more and you know, it somehow done bled into how they react in other areas of their life, but they can't recognize it. Yeah. So they don't want nothing uncovered. They don't want to deal with it. You know, it's it's like I said, there's so many different things. But what I would say, you know, one of the dealers said, definitely talk about the pros about it. Um, to strengthen your relationship, to learn more about relationship. Because the truth is a lot of people – Get married. Most people don't do premarital counseling. Um, probably sixty percent of the people that do marriage premarital counseling do it so they can get a a break on the, the marriage license. So 
a lot of people don't take a lot of stuff for granted. We've actually had people tell us that, and they just they don't know who they they don't they know who they was playing with because we had something for them, and then they wind up learning some stuff. But at the end of the day, it's it's put in place to help you be better at this thing called marriage. Period. It helps you to look at all the stuff that could possibly happen. It just puts you in a better position to deal with a lot of stuff. Some stuff now, some stuff later, but it just puts you in a better position. It equips you. So, yeah, we'll be praying on you guys' marriage and hopefully for God to change his heart to to receive it and accept it and, and move forward because it's, it's healthy, especially if you find a good a good therapist that is healthy. That's all I got. Hope that helps. Okay. Um, so the next question is actually. Uh, My old one. It's running. I didn't know. Where it's going. I caught it. I put okay. it back. Good. So this says my husband is 50 years old and has serious issues with his parents. Every negative encounter he has with them affects us and it's tiring. What you say, John? That's it? That's what it says. That's it. Sis is tired of the shenanigans that her husband got going <laughs> on. Why are you laughing? Because you're talking about sis is tired of the shenanigans. Basically, that's what husband. she's saying. That's what she's you saying. You go to your parents' house or you talk to them. You have negative. You have a, seems like uh, always, you know, it, 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 the negative encounters are plentiful. Yeah. <laughs> And then you bring it home because you're probably, as the man, frustrated with what happened with them. And now you bring it home. And the residue is there for your wife. And she sis is tired. She's tired. And I hear you, boo. Um, and so. You act like you done been through that. Or something. I, I haven't. Thank, thank Jesus that my in-loves are not negative And you don't have negative encounters with your parents. Because I would tell you to go back over there and talk to them and leave that over there now. Get it, get it right. Um, but I firmly believe, and this is what we've practiced for a long time, we don't do all the negative and all the toxic and all the draining and, you know, just that crazy stuff. You know, we don't. We don't that foolishness, we don't, we don't have it in our house. And anytime, you know, and we, I feel like this, you, even if it's a parent, he needs to go and sit down and have a conversation. Or maybe him and his parents need to go to therapy. What about that? But um, it's, a, yeah. it's, it's something going on in that relationship. We, didn't, we don't have much of, uh, that's all the of the question that we have. Because sis was tired, um, like Deidre said. Yeah, she, she was tired. She just gave us a little bit. Right, like, just a little me. bit. I'm tired of the foolishness. And apparently charming. it's like serious issues. I don't know what those issues are. But apparently whatever issues that's going on between them and your husband, it is serious. But to keep doing the same thing with the same result is called what? What is oh, called, baby? Insanity. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see the finger. Well, oh, you didn't, didn't see, see the, the finger? Fingers. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I was looking at you, and, look forward. I right, like, I had to move the phone. You talking about what? I'm thinking, what? The people going to say something? Yeah, like again, the, the, from the little piece that we have on this, it's 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 serious, it's uh, repetitive, uh, most likely. But at the end of the day, he has to have some type of conversation, different conversation with his parents. And if he can't, because of their set in their ways, because you find that a lot too. I don't know, you know, fifty, maybe his parents. You think people maybe are about what, like in their twenties. When they have kids, so maybe they're somewhere, maybe 70s, something somewhere around that um, could be a little older, depending on how late they had kids. But, you know, apparently there's something there that's going on that needs to be talked about, that needs to be brought up to the surface. Because if they if it's going back and forth and now with serious issues and then he's frustrated with them. So then he brings it home and pro probably spills over on you. And that's why, you know, just this little piece of a question sounds like she she says she says tiring. Yeah. <laughs> you probably want to say more. With the face. 
With the face I'm, like, I'm over it. Like, listen, Cal gone, take me away from this whole house and this marriage. So, without this is a sensitive subject because it's it's a man and his parents. So I don't. Know, I get it, Johnny. I don't. I don't know. I don't. We don't have enough information to give you right. a clear, a clearer answer. Um. So I, I would. I would. I would say this. Um, the Bible says, "Leave and cleave." It does. Said that really nice. So here, here is here is my perception of leave and cleave. In being a parent, you have different phases of parenting. So our daughters were. In the home, we took care of them when they were babies. They grew up. They got out. Had boyfriends. They got married. They have kids. So we're still their parents, but we're not their parents as if they was in the house. At the end of the day, they have their own life. They have to build. They have to create. They have to develop with their family. Me and my wife, we still have a marriage, a relationship that we have to work on. Even to go as far as my parents. My parents still have a relationship they have to work on. That's their relationship. So whatever's going on in their household, it shouldn't be my issue. Because I have a whole relationship over here. Well, obviously it is. But here's the thing. I I don't know what's being said. Right. So it could be a whole lot of different stuff from, I mean... They could be, I mean, what what are they saying? They they met they upset with him because he don't spend enough time with them. And then he picking you over them. Uh they don't like you because what Excuse I don't me. know what, what the situation is. Is it something financial? Is it something financial? Um, or, yeah, are like, they just bitter and they want the, the husband to choose between them and you? Whatever the case is, that's still a, a sensitive subject. And if your husband, and please, please take this with the utmost respect and maturity honor if your husband is not mature enough to understand that he has a wife and his own family that he needs to nurture and build that then that's the, the problem because the first ministry is at the home that's that's the, the problem house. if he if he don't understands that that is happening that is tearing up his household then that needs to that needs just needs to be he needs to addressed. Teaching. He he's the one who's going that to That needs take to care be addressed. He yeah. and you can't do nothing about it. You I mean it's it's just that's just something that he's going to have to his eyes going to have to open at one point in time yeah. and get it together with that. Cuz that's just yeah, that's that's a tough I, one. It can and it can be tiring tough and one. draining. If the same conversation keeps happening over and over again. Yeah. And it's the same result, and nothing is ever resolved. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, I can't, baby, baby, you can't bring your stuff home. I, Deidre used to do, let me tell you what Deidre used to do. She would watch Lifetime stories, and she was a stay-at-home mom. And she watched Lifetime stories, and then she had some other people in her life that had some life, real Lifetime stories going on. And then when I would come home, she would respond to me as if I was in the actual Lifetime story. And then I, I was would. the one that doing the stuff. I would. And then she used to have a straight attitude with me. I would. That's why I, t- I told you, I, I didn't understand. She would ask me questions. You been to work all day. What? What do you mean by in the world? What, what are you talking about? I'm just asking. I'm just asking. You don't look like you're dirty or sweaty or nothing. Girl, my shirt was beige. It's black now. What are you talking about? What that got to do with the issues the man I'm just saying. With his, with his parents. I'm just saying. Please to your wife, sir. If their relationship is draining and toxic, even with your parents, if you've attempted to work it out and it's not happening, then... Yeah, go be with your, your mama, wife and love your, your parents. Your mama and your daddy got their own relationship. They had a relationship before you was in the picture, so, sir. They so. did. And uh, last but not least, y'all, we actually got through all of the ones on. We answered a couple of them on the a couple shows ago, but this is the last one on this on this uh, for this section of questions that we have. It says, "What do you do when you get into constant arguments with your husband?" I'm ready to give up, but he hasn't cheated 
or done anything else besides not working with me as a team. I swear it's like we're working against each other. Mm. Oh, what you got, Mo? Yeah, that's a communication issue. <sighs> that's what we call. He's not working with her, baby. That's, that's what we call you listening to respond and not listening to understand or you're not talking at all or you just have ignored what your wife is saying or what she's doing or what she's trying to do or you know you're just doing your own thing at this point um yeah. Yeah, that, that's, constant that's arguments, a, and I would bet you, I would bet your what? What would the saying used to be when we were younger? You can bet your bottom dollar, baby, that these constant arguments are not about what the argument is about. Oh no, if it's, that makes sense, it's a byproduct of whatever yep. really is going on. Yep, it's not something it's else. Not, it's yeah, something else. Can guarantee you because if y'all not talking about stuff and working as a team, then there's a whole lot of stuff. Yeah, ain't talking. About. And by the way, how old is your husband? Because he's if he's in that midlife stage, or if he's still we, a young cat and he's still trying to figure yeah, out who he be, is and his be. identity, same could thing. Be. Again, we don't know that from the question. We don't. But an episode that I uh, referenced when we talked about that we was tussling that it about that stage when the man, man gets to the you know midlife age and now. Is not as accomplished as he, I guess, he thinks he should be, and thinks he should be a further along in life, and have all these, you know, may change jobs and may buy a fast sports car and all these things. But then he's angry and this, that, and the other because he's not dealing with what's going on inside of him, and so now everything is wrong. The way you fold the clothes is wrong. The way you sweep the floor is wrong. The way you loaded the dishwasher is wrong. You, you talking about me? I'm not. Sound like you, it was No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm not. I legit I'm not. And so are you the hit dog that's hollering? I I, it's, I felt like it you was. It was that. close to me. You never said anything. I heard about the rock say Phew. it didn't hit me, well, but it said Phew. Well, then that's you between you and Jesus. You're right. You're right. But, I'll get my life right. But at the end right. of the day, if it's you, then take it and own it. I ain't trying to throw no shade. We ain't tussling no more. We ain't. Um, but at the end of the day, it's always it's always going to be the issue is not going to be the issue. If yeah, it's not going to be the issue cuz it's going to be up under layers of rocks and rocks and rocks that he's not talking about. So what do you get pushback? Everything is a problem. And to be honest, that's how I felt, you know, a few weeks ago that everything was, you know, like an issue or being hovered over or sometimes or just whatever and I couldn't understand where that was coming from so as a wife I do know how you feel but again and I'm gonna say this part because I know it may sound like people might have probably been like oh well they jumping all over him in our situation and I don't know if it's yours but I do know that to get a different result you got to do something different so instead of being trying to be combative with him if you are or arguing back and forth with him and y'all not getting anywhere try a different approach like I said, I began to take a posture of prayer and trying to, if I felt like the uh, the uh, conversation wasn't go, go go the right way, okay, now ain't the time. Let me just be quiet. And when the time was, when it was time, then we had the conversation. Yeah. So again, and marriage is, 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 you know, you got highs, you got lows, you got ups, you got downs, you got arguments. You got times where you, you know, you giggly and goo-goo-ad and everything like you just got married yesterday. But you, it's, it's work-throughable. Everything. Word. Everything it, it, is work-throughable. I got you back, baby. You got me, I ain't going to put you up under the bus don't, like you did me. Don't and put Allison, me up under. Allison, y'all did me the other day when I said that word. And y'all was like, well, that's, that's not even a word. It's a word. Work with me. Do you even Push me through. It was. It was something about being less of a man and I forgot what I said. Y'all ain't had my back. Y'all just okay. pushed me. This is what they did, Sorry. y'all. They were walking with me and when I said they were like, don't on out there by yourself. I we ain't got that you on that, that one. Really That's what don't. they did. They just pushed me but, on out there. Yeah, I, I I wish, I really, really wish that, you know, like I said, that just sit them down and, and have a conversation in a 
in a, as less stressful of an environment well, it as possible. Like, it don't sound like he, if he's arguing, because it sounds like based on these questions, her question, it sounds like she wants to try to, and that's just what you we think and we you telling us. So, but it's always yeah. three sides to a story. And he hasn't cheated. You said yeah. it in the in the in the um question or done anything else besides not working together with you as a team. And I can, and that's why I say nine point nine 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 times out of ten, I'm sure there's some underlying issues going on as to why you're getting a pushback of him not wanting to work together as a team. So, and let me let me throw this in there. We're gonna need to talk about this on a podcast one day, but let me throw this in there. The identity crisis. Let me explain something to y'all. The core of our identity crisis has so many byproducts to it till it ain't funny. When a man is not positive or sure who he is on this earth. He deflects. I'm telling you. If he, 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 yeah. If it feels like he's trying to be the man and he's trying to lead and you're trying to give, especially the spouse, you're trying to give kickback. He ain't really trying to hit it. Yeah. So it's not that he's being mean or not wanting to be a team player. He's still trying to figure out who he is. And, uh, you know, just let me be a man, baby. Let me do this. Deidre, Deidre had to do that with me. Like, we literally had times in our lives to where she had to be like, okay, I see the mountain. You ain't got no more. You ain't got no more bun your feet, baby. We, yeah. I guess but I'm just going to let him fall. We going to have to go. And I guess if you go, then I'm going to go and the churn will go and then the okay, Lord just go grace us. Okay, you say you don't want to pay the bills this week? Okay. All right. What we going to do? So it was like. I was going to go first that week. And, I, okay, and it, was, it, was, it, was, it was during that time where when I failed and I saw how it affected my family. Then I was like, okay, Johnny, you got to make better decisions, bro. You can't do that. The whole family, the churn up, fell out on the mountain. Everybody head bust up, skin up. I, we got to do something different. You can't keep letting the girls fall off the mountain. So I had to make different decisions. And then that's when the helpmate part came in because I'm telling you, asking for help from your spouse, especially when it's a man asking for help from you from your wife. It's, it's tough sometimes, especially when you got the identity crisis thing going on. So when you don't know who you are, you want the wife and the family to have confidence in the decisions that you're making and don't question you and just move. So that's what she did. She let me move. And then when we I pulled everybody off the mountain a couple of times, I got to the end of the mountain. I was like, hey, got a question. And then okay, <laughs> I said, what are your, I'm trying to get, over there to that mountain and I believe that I can go and I believe that it's a path tell me what you see I see we need to get in the car and go around there to that trail over there and ride down that trail and get there alright we gonna try it your way cause we done I done pull everybody off the hill about three times so we gonna try it your way and then we started doing that she's your helpmate if your husband listening to this, she's your helpmate, bro. She's your helpmate. She's not your slave. She's not your. She's your helpmate, and you're the leader of your house. And she submitted and trusts you to be the leader. But she's been put in your life to be a helpmate. That's what she's been designed for. So she's craving the help with the family, with the legacy, with everything. So don't dictate. Don't tell her what to do. Don't tell her this is how it's gonna be. Lead. Be a leader. Be a leader. I'm sure he ain't watching this. Amen. Hopefully he is. Just show it. Just show it to him. Yeah, brother. Just show him this piece, this part. Brother with love. Be a leader in your household. People follow kindness. They don't follow dictatorship. You want to offer I'm finished. So before we go, baby, what what are your words? Give some encouraging words to the people who have submitted these questions tonight um, that we address tonight. Every every question, every question that was asked, we feel you and we feel your heart on it. Everything is everything is repairable. 
It just takes time to sit down, communicate, and listen. And listen. The one thing, most of the time, the one thing that I really wish that we get, we don't get that many questions from men. So we get a lot of questions from women. But we never get questions from couples. Like couples don't ask us questions together like something that they want to work on or something that they might have be having the issue with. And that's what we would love to see more of. And I'm not saying that we discounting or discrediting the people who sent the the, the, the questions in. But it's, it's kind of like going to the gym and just working out your right leg and don't ever work out your left leg. Right leg gets strong and build muscle, look good. But if your left leg ain't working with it, it's the same body. So it's going to be weaker. And there's strength in the marriage when it's the couple moving as a unit. So don't know if y'all have to take this. I mean, just put the podcast in front of, you know, when your question come up and just let them listen to it and see, don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. Just see. Cause most of the time, if you ask them a question, then they hear the question. They know the question about y'all. They know. You ever been on something and you just hear something and you be like, listening, be like, boy, they crazy as a mug. And then you hear a question, you be like, why that sound like my wife turned? That sound like, and you call it, baby, did you? Because I sound like us. You, they'll know. Mm-hmm. Hit dog on holler. They'll know. And I, I don't, I don't want, and listen, listen, please, please listen to this with love. I don't want people to think that when you ask these questions that we're giving you an answer on how to, uh, or an ingredient on how to get your husband, your spouse, your wife to do, to get them to move in the direction you want them to move in. Cause that's not what this is about. It's not. We've given you solutions to help and giving you stuff to think about to hopefully equip you to make it better for you to ask the questions that you need to have the conversation because every last one of these questions at the end of the day the base thing that needs to happen is a conversation or conversations yeah 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 and we pray that y'all do have them even the hard ones um that god will grace y'all to be able to have those conversations and come out better even though it may hurt even though it may be difficult to have them but that y'all will become and the relationship will become better because these conversations are happening and that, you know, healing will take place and, and, you know, whatever hurt and whatever anger and everything that's built up that is, you know, negative of a negative um, point will be, you know, dismantled and that y'all will become closer and stronger and seek the the therapy if y'all need it. Um, but it's, you know, I think Johnny said it earlier, your approach is, is a part of it as well. The way yeah. you approach your spouse with, with the issue, um, you know, praying as God to give you the right way or the right words to say when you approach your spouse. And so, Again, we just um, pray for all the cup, the pr- people and the couples that are attached to these questions that um, we because we want to see your marriage grow and flourish and y'all get over, you know, hurdles. Of course, it'll be other things that come along. But if you learn how to truly love each other uh, unselfishly and really, really put forth the effort that it takes in a marriage to talk to one another, to care for one another's heart, to love each other and remember that y'all on the same team. Because that's what some marriages forget. That some husbands, some spouses, husbands and wives forget. Y'all on the same team. And that's, I ain't gonna gonna talk no more. But I'm I'm telling y'all, the number one one plan for the enemy, what he wants to do is put y'all... Yeah, separate. He wants to separate y'all. Yeah. Isolate y'all. Have y'all thinking that y'all can't do it. Y'all can't make it. You got to think of your relationship as, a, as as an ingredient. Nobody has what me and Deidre have. 
nobody will ever have what me and Deidre have. You're not supposed to have what me and Deidre have. You're supposed to have your own custom-made relationship. But you have to be honest and transparent and true in your relationship and be able to build that together. So the perfect recipe for your relationship is you two putting in to your marriage, to your relationship, and nurturing it and growing it and protect it. That's what it's about. That's that's what it's about. You have basic stuff, but at the end of the day, once you get it's a special it's it's a specialty everything. This is a specialty relationship. Everybody ain't gonna have what me and Deidre have. Right. Y'all can have what y'all have and it can be, and it can be just beautiful. as great. Absolutely. Absolutely. But the one thing that I do know that is synonymous with all of, you know, all of the, you know, successful and healthy and whole marriages and that are thriving and everything, I truly believe is God. Yeah. Because that's the one ingredient <laughs> that we all should be sharing, Based, should be having. And, yeah. Um, yeah. So we pray, you know, healthy, whole, flourishing, um, wonderful, blessed whole lot of sex, whole lot of laughter, you know, a whole lot of good times and everything, all of that included. And even when, you know, things get a little bit sour, that's going to work for you good too. You just got to deal with it and, and, and pray through it and talk through it and cry through it, but get through it. Don't get stuck in it. We can do one more. No, no. No. No, no. <laughs> Say goodnight. All right, y'all. <laughs> she dictating to me now. She's going to stop. I'm going to stop now. Thank y'all for hanging out with us. We got more. We're going to answer more questions. We are. We are. And we're we going to have a, a big surprise for y'all coming up, too. Soon. Look, look for date night. That's not the surprise, but that's a second surprise. Look for the date night. Get ready to buy the tickets, but we're going to have a big surprise for y'all pretty soon. And for all things Mobleys, uh, com. What was that? Thanks so much. My little accent in preparation for this evening. Tell Ax- the people. Good Ax- what accent was you practicing? I don't know. It just, it's just whatever came out. You'll enjoy it when I use it later. Say goodnight. <laughs> Good night, y'all. This has been Moments with the Boobies. I am your man. Ooh, she got me giggling. I am your man, Johnny Boobly Jr. And I'm his wife, Deidre. And we something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all. Night, night.